Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I love the honesty and bravery of Kelly to let people know his struggles in life. Even an all-star NHL goalie can have mental health issues. I love this conversation that we're having because it's real. Caitlin's the rock star. She's the one that Mm -hmm. got me down this path to share. And uh, I was so pleasantly surprised that she found only uh, support and love. We need to be loud and continue to share our stories. People need to get the help they need. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Good day, Canada. Good afternoon to our friends in the East. Good morning to our friends in the West. We're coming to you from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the gateway to the foothills in lovely Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday and a very exciting episode here. It's our 700th episode of Daytime Sports Talk, The Rod that? Peterson Show. Game Plus, right, Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and, of course, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. And I'm going to tell you something. Last hour, groundbreaking interview with Tanya Walter, the new defensive assistant of the BC Lions. But if we can get the camera on this young, spelt gentleman to my left, you're right. One of my oldest football friends, Sheldon Nasty Napastic, the hot dog man. <laughs> How you doing, Rod? Good, Nasty. How you doing? I, I'm doing well. It's been too. Uh, it's been too long. It's it has been, been. It's been a few years now. I, I used to get on your show every now and then. Uh, uh, you know, a few a few years. That's back right. To cover some Ryder uh, Stampeder rivalry stuff. But uh, well, the, good to see you again, the, my friend. It's always good to see you. It always has been. And look, we're going to have a lot of fun here over the next 20 minutes with Shell, and then we're going to let him go because he's running on fumes. He's managing a startup, running a startup. But I got to you got to hear his story. He's from North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Dare I say the second most famous football player from North <laughs> Battleford, Saskatchewan. You know that. Went on to play at Iowa State. 6'4", 270, with an afro, 6'6". Six, six. And he played in the CFL from 1999 to 2006. And I'm looking at the years, and it was only two years with Saskatchewan. Then he came to the dastardly Calgary Stampeders, right in the middle of that heated rivalry. It was in 2003. And you stayed. You played and stayed, Shell. What was it? You met a girl, right? Well, I met a girl in Regina. Actually, I was with the Riders uh, for four seasons. So the first year I was there was Cal Murphy, and that was sort of the you know the hot dog story. I just kind of which we'll up. get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, went out to Calgary, and it was kind of funny because as you know, anybody that's been you know Riders fan going to a Calgary game. Uh, it used to feel like a home game. We'd walk in there. I'd see guys from my high school in Calgary cheering for the Riders. Yeah, let's go into Pastrick. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then as soon as you change jerseys, the same guys, the same season tickets are yelling like, at oh, you. Oh, yeah, traitor. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are you doing here? You on vacation? They're like, no, no, I work here. Well, What's the difference? I, I, I work here too, right? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, trust me. I know the feeling. I'm going through it. I guess we should back up and go through this chronologically because I think if you Google the story, I don't want to say you're old, but I don't know if there was internet when the story came out in 1999. Yeah. How yeah. your pro football career began. It is one of the greatest stories I've ever heard, wow, and you yeah. know that. Tell the viewers how this happened. Well, it, it was funny. So I, I, played, I played my ball down in uh, Iowa State in the Big 8, the Big 12, and we're used to playing you know, 70, 90,000 people. And I came up and, and was kicking around trying to get onto a roster, but as a defensive tackle, uh, if you're not playing on special teams, it's kind of hard to crack, to crack a roster, right? Because you just didn't have enough roster space. Kicked around a couple years, didn't, didn't catch on with the team. And then one year in Saskatoon, I'm running a, a hot dog cart business. And uh, at nights, we would have them out front in nightclubs. And the riders would have training camps in the summertime there in, in Saskatoon. So one night, I've got the hot dog carts up and... Uh, 
bunch of big guys come walking in and everybody's, yo man, get me a dog, man. And I'm like, holy cow, this is, it's the riders. And, you know, I walked away from there and it's bothering me. And I, I bothered me so much. I called my mom and, and, and uh, you know, mom, like two years ago, I'm playing in front of, and she was in North Battleford. Battleford. She was in North Battleford yeah. on the farm. And, uh, uh, she said, well, if you want to play, just tell me you want to play. I'm like, oh, mom, I, you, you don't get it. This is pro sports. You just don't say, can I play too? And she goes, well, if I don't know anything about sports, if you're not going to do it, don't complain to me. What a mom. I love her already. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, th I thought about it and I thought, wow, why not? So I picked up the phone. I called Cal Murphy at the time. And of course, no answer, no callback. Called him again a few days later. No callback, no answer. I get it. They're in, they're in training camp. Uh, but week two of the season, I heard that uh, Scrivener and Van Wise. Van Wise heard a knee. Nelly. Scrivener, yeah, yeah. And they, <laughs> it was a little bit banged up. And I'm like, you know what? Now or never. So I shut down the carts. I drove two and a half hours down to Regina. I waited four or five hours for them to finish practices and meetings. And I actually caught Murphy, Cal Murphy, walking out of the, uh, uh, out of the stadium afterwards. And I just walked up to him. And, and he said, hey, you know what? I'm sorry, uh, but we're, we're good. I got your call. I should have called you back. I didn't. Uh, so I said, here's my college game films. I said, you know what? If you guys need anything, I'm just up the road. So he goes, okay, no problem. So drive back up to Saskatoon. That night I walk into my house. The phone rings. It's Cal. Well, you know what? We were hoping maybe we'd get you down tomorrow. Just get you on film. See how you're moving and all that stuff. Like no promises and no problem. So again, next morning, shut down the cars. Went down to Regina. Worked out for 15 minutes. Had an interview with the, uh, with the coaches. And they said, well, we got you on film. We'll let you know. And um, drove back to Saskatoon. As soon as I walked into my house, the phone rang. Uh, Sheldon, you're, uh, you're a rider. You're moving to Regina. And uh, it lasted, it was unbelievable. It lasted only six or seven games and a couple on practice roster. But it was my foot into the door. But the whole point is, they weren't going to call me, right? It was, and, and I wasn't even going to do it myself. It was a, a, from my mom saying, come on, man. If you're, you know, if, if you're don't not complain do it, to don't me. complain. Yeah. Either do something about it or move on. And, uh, you know, the, the next season I was starting, and it just, uh, you know, went on from there. A great career. And, I, and on the follow, the flip side of that, I do want to mention the radio show, the Chevy and Nasty show, with my good friend Randy Chevrier, which, quite frankly, he Chevy. was over here in Calgary. We hated each other with the Stamps and the Riders, but here was Chevy writing me going, Rod, I, I get you. I yeah. know what you're doing. Right. And we always, and then we ended up together in 2016 with yeah. the riders, not for long, but long enough. Yeah. Right. So you guys, Randy Chevrier, Google him, former Dallas Cowboy, Montreal guy. You guys have a special friendship too. Well, you know, and it, it goes back. So when he, you know, obviously in pro sports, you know, when they brought Randy and it was with the thoughts of replacing me. And uh, I didn't you know, know that. Well, yeah, he's a backup defensive tackle and uh, is uh, uh, he's more of a line good friend of uh, Tom Higgins. At the time, he's a defensive tackle. He even played tackle in the uh, NFL. Um, and um, yeah, but I mean, we, anybody who's ever met Chevy, you just love the guy, right? Yeah. And uh, we hit it off instantly. Um, and uh, we worked really closely together for, uh, for, for three, four seasons there with the Stamps. Uh, ended up getting started on, uh, on a radio show where we had the Chevy Nasty Show, which, of course, the Nasty nickname, nobody called me Nasty except for Rod Peterson, right? That was, you're, you coined that phrase, you coined that name, and uh, it kind of stuck on the radio. And, uh, yeah, we, we, I think we were on for six or seven seasons. It's a long time. It was a long yeah. time. Yeah, we even came back last year for a, for a special comeback. Show. How'd that go? Oh, it was fine. It was a hoot. I mean, it was, you know, any chance to get on the air with Chevy again was just, uh, just a blast. So 
How many seasons here with the Stamps? Well, it, it was four with the Riders and four with the Stampeders. So eight, it's not eight bad. Years. That's a good yeah. career. Yeah. Like when the average pro career, you know, they used to say it's three. It's not. It's 1.5 now for pro football yeah. players. You know, I mean, that's just the thing. The toughest thing is to make it two to three seasons because you really have to earn your keep. And, and that is not like how big, strong, or fast. It's how disciplined you are, like how much you can be trusted on your assignments and how can you get the job done. And once you figure that out, you can basically play until your body gives up on you. Or, As a Canadian? Or, you know, can I say that? As a Canadian, you can play a little longer than you, you in know, this league? Yeah, I, you know, I think, I think that's fair because it's, it's hard to find, you know, so it, it, at that time it was kind of hard to find Canadian talent that, could, uh, that was ready to compete. I mean, then the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the uh, Canadian Air Force blew that out. I mean, you know, we've, we've the, the history of uh, Canadian receivers being the best in the league. But, uh, it's, it, you know, once you're in, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you play until your body stops or the general manager looks at your birth certificate and says it's time to go. You're done. But I don't think you have any real regrets. You can't. I wouldn't think. Eight seasons in a nine-team league, you would think uh, if I had one more season, it would have given me a great cup. Uh, that's, I think the only regret I have is, uh, is a great cup, but honestly, like the CFL making a living playing football for that long, um, you know, and still having a lot of fr close friends and connections in Regina and Calgary. It's, uh, it, it was awesome, Rod. I mean, it's Saskatchewan farm kid playing for the riders. Come on. I know. Well, Craig Drebit in Calgary is watching. He says, Oh man, the Chevy and nasty show was absolute gold. Love listening to it in the office. Kind of like the RP show now. Um, how did you feel playing against the Riders? Because, listen, in that era, when you were here, our big rivalry was BC, and it was ridiculous. It became Calgary. But you were here when, yeah, when Hank right. came over. That's right. And you saw everything that he put up with. Yeah, when, we, when I came with Hank, uh, Maxie, and a bunch of the other, you know, we started George White. You know, a few guys were coming over, but you're right. It was that BC rivalry for you guys. But uh, uh, it, it was amazing. I think anytime you go back to your hometown team like not just the team i started on but the team that i grew up cheering for it was it was always special uh playing against the riders and you always kind of want to you want to stand out in those games right you want to you want to stand yeah. out to your job every game but there's you know i don't i don't care what they say some games are a little more special than others and and that rivalry really started brewing around that time and uh yeah yes. I, I enjoyed it well I was sad when you left. What was the conditions of that? You got a better offer? <laughs> what was the deal? We didn't trade you. Oh, no. No, it was, um, it was, um, uh, it was rated a free agency, and, and uh, the writers had a proposal out. And, and you, know, it was, you know, it was unacceptable. And I think it was like, I can't remember what the money was back then. But, um, you know, I told uh, um, Roy Shivers what I thought, you know, the deal should be based on Charbonneau and some of the other guys that were playing at that time, right? And, and he goes, that would make you one of the highest paid guys on the team. I'm like, not even close, right? It, yeah. was, it was the hometown discount. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I just, I, I never felt like I was totally accepted by that administration. And so when free agency hit, uh, riders in Montreal and BC were all on the phone that morning. But Calgary, uh, it was uh, Jim, Jim Daly. Uh, got on the phone and he explained to me the difference between income taxes and property taxes. Like they really came to me from an intellectual level. Come here, you'll get an oil field job in the off season. And I'm like, well, you know what? Calgary seems like a great place to be. And you know, for the next chapter of my life. So that, it, that was really a determining factor. Um, uh, and yeah, and the money, but uh, it was a better deal. But um, um, yeah, it's, it, was just, it was just a great opportunity at that time. Our viewers pointing out it's 1111 Mountain. Uh, I'm not sure if you're into numerology or not, but. Uh, I mean, there you go. 
The Opportunity Portal is open. Interesting that we talk about Calgary as a wonderful city for opportunities, and it is beautiful when that happens. Wayne watching in B.C., a good Saskatchewan boy playing for the Riders. Nasty showed his perseverance to get the job in the first place. The interesting thing was what you saw here, because who would have ever thought that Nick Lewis and I would get to be good friends, and we are now, and we hated each other before. But he's told me some Federick stories and some Dunnigan (laughs) stories. Oh, man. Yeah, I've blocked a lot of those years out, but um, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was some interesting <laughs> times. Like Dunnigan was all was all energy, and and uh, uh, you know, I, he just wasn't he wasn't ready for the job at the time, uh, you know. But I, I personally, I I I enjoyed Matt. I mean, he, yeah. he was an interesting guy to be around. Training camp, so I mean, no respect for defensive linemen. We had uh, that one training camp. We we're on the turf because of the rain. Uh, we had like uh, three defensive, four defensive tackles in camp. Uh, all three of them were injured. So I was taking every single rep of starting lineup plus the scout team. Uh, and I, you know, honestly, I think that's where the start of my back problems came from, was just practicing on turf, two-a-days, being the only defensive tackle. It was unbelievable. Well, I guess you guys don't get a lot of respect. And speaking of, by the way, <clears throat> Roy Shivers would end up paying Canadian defensive tackles a lot of money. Scott Schultz oh, being sure. one. Yeah, right? yeah. Ended up yeah. being one yeah. of the highest-paid guys on the yeah, team. Because he sure. realized, I'd be shocked why he didn't know how important that was but well, not, not just as a good player but when you have a kid and and scott i mean he's right out of moose jaw right uh he was an explosive defensive tackle he had a great personality and he's really engaged with the uh, with the community for yep. the years that he's there i mean it's that's if you're a cfl franchise that's gold you've got to take care of your local talent especially if they can play right? yeah and they did however i think of you all the time i was just doing i guess you could say sprints on a treadmill in florida at an orange theory, and I'm like, I'm not built to do this. And I think about you all the time when you pulled a hip <laughs> you think, flexor. You think about me? <laughs> yes. Wow. Sheldon said this 20 years ago. You pulled a hip flexor doing gassers in training camp, and you said the same thing to me. Not in an interview or anything, but they're like, I can't run like a wide receiver. Yeah. Right? Do you remember that? Well, yeah, because different body types train differently. Like The same thing with strength and conditioning. When I came to Calgary, um, sorry if I'm changing the topic. No, here, I, it's good. I started when my career really turned around. We got in the all-star seasons and all that was when I started training with a guy named uh, Ron Jarrett here in, here in Calgary. Um, the, and he trained differently. I mean, we put away the weights. We pulled out tires and ropes and, and hammers. And this was still back in 2005. It was just the start of the new training regimens. We trained for my position. Uh, to build that explosiveness before you go for those long runs he made sure like everything was worked out stretched out properly because you know i'm not exactly a thoroughbred horse right i'm more of a sherman tank right? clydesdale and yeah exactly yeah exa- a little more than a clydesdale <laughs> right but uh the old uh, lineman of the clydesdale yeah but every you know and that's the thing i think training has gotten so smart and I take a look at all pro leagues right now the training is so specific yep. it's so smart in terms of how they develop a person's body build up the core work on your weak points um you know, back even in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s, it was still just bench press, squats, and cleans, right? And It's just hard to believe because you know what Danny Barrett's doing now. He's gone on to an unbelievable coaching career. He's with the Houston Texans as the running backs coach. He'd been with the Dolphins before that and the University of Buffalo. Oh, good on him. Right. But you would think a quarterback or his therapy staff would realize not to run everybody the same. You know, Rod, to be honest with you and looking back, there's probably a certain component of uh, – I was a big guy, and I just didn't like to run gassers in training camp. I mean, there's... It oh, might, ruin this there, for me. There's that, too, right? Maybe I could have done a little more winter conditioning to get ready for it. I don't know. Fair enough. But, hey, when you're on the shelf, you're on the shelf, right? That's and right. I remember that you were hurt not for long, but 
Before we let you go, can you tell the viewers what you're into now? This is exciting. Oh, well, yeah. So I, I was in commercial real estate. And then when COVID hit, I started seeing the, the need for increased marketing, get, getting inside of buildings, getting a look when people weren't touring and traveling as much. And, and my wife and I, while camping out in Kukanusa, BC, came up with the idea to start WeDrone, where we, we start like, filming from drones. We've got 3D cameras for walkthroughs. We shoot uh, real estate and corporate videos. Um, yeah, so just back into the media this time, instead of being on this end of the mic, I'm yeah. on the other side of the camera, and it's, uh, it's, it's been awesome. Good. Nice that you can do both. Yeah, really You're a talented is. guy. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Well, Shell, we're around. Always had your number. Let's keep in touch, and hopefully we can do it again. Rod, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Nasty Napastic. Sheldon Napastic, CFL alum. When we come back, the Moose will rejoin us. We're live at Gray Eagle Resorting Casino, and you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Another beautiful day at night here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're in the event center. Actually, I should mention some big shows they've got coming up. It's on my page yesterday. Moose. Can we bring the moose in? Well, maybe. I just threw these guys a curveball. Oh, they got it pretty good because yeah. me and, and Nasty aren't the same size. So just as we're coming in, I'm, I'm moving the camera. I'm like, oh, it's really far away. And so I probably threw the guys back home a curveball because they probably had me framed But up. they're the best pet crew in the business. Good job. <laughs> March 18th, air supply here at the event center. March 20th, foreigner. Most iconic rock band of all time, some say. Foreigner, March 20th. And May... Ju huh? Jukebox heroes in my head. Jukebox. Oh, there's, they got a lot of great ones. Cold as Ice is my personal ah. favorite. No, that's not my favorite. Urgent's my favorite. Okay. May 28th, Jeff Foxworthy, the father of redneck comedy. So what do we... You do the business deals. We're going to be doing some giveaways with Green Yeah, for we're going to be doing Air Supply and Foreigner. We've got tickets that are going to be given away. So tune in, I think, next week, potentially. Um, and we'll be giving those away over the next little bit. So a chance to come down to Gray Eagle. We already have... And I don't know if Sheldon knows this, but we already have people coming down to the casino because we're here and, and coming in you've been getting messages i didn't tell you i was getting messages last night uh and, and over the last few days being like hey how much are the rooms at gray eagle are there any rooms this weekend available i'm like i don't know i don't work for the hotel but check online here's the website <laughs> can see the frustration <laughs> you have no idea man it's like we don't work for the hotel it's not just that I'm okay with that. We're going to probably come up with a promo code for Gray Eagle. Use the promo code RP Show and get 10% off or whatever. But again, these are nice people. These are my friends. Woo-sa. But people are writing me. Hey, Rod, do you have a line on any free Flames tickets? I'm like, I just got here. No. I know. And I said, and, and I won't. And I'd get in on a press pass. But if we didn't have a press pass, we buy tickets. You had family here. You bought tickets. I bought tickets. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I know you talk about Cody Fajardo. He doesn't get called about tickets or worried about know? if the light goes out with the riders. Oh, yeah. Right? But, but I, I, the, I was going to tell you the difference. 
That's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is the Rod Peterson show. It's not the Cody Fajardo green and white team, right? So I get why you're getting called, but people didn't understand this is a bigger operation than just you punching and doing everything yourself. Well, well, for the last two days, we haven't been on Game Plus television, and people are texting the text line. They're DMing me on social media, and I said, who who was here yesterday? I said, that would be like somebody's complaining to Bo Levi Mitchell that the game's on TSN 3 but not TSN 1. Do you think Bo has any control over that? I don't have any control that we're not on Game Plus. But it's not going to change, so I need to deal with it. Jack in Calgary, or Vulcan, Alberta specifically, writes in and says, Sheldon Napastic is a top-shelf guy. He was one of my first Life Choice Dynamics members. Love Sheldon like a brother. Really good guy. And I, he, I think... The guy loves doing broadcasting. I think he would be a great guy to have as an analyst down here throughout the CFL season. Be awesome. Chevy and nasty. You had your nose buried in your emails over there. Did you hear him say that I was the only guy that called him nasty in the past? You came up with it. Yeah, of course. Ended up getting a radio show named out of it for six seasons here. Mm -hmm. Um, Pardon me. Dan in Saskatoon writes, and he says, morning, guys. Enjoy the long weekend. Someone needs to set up a video of Rod Smith and Steve Armitage narrating the story of the careers of Rod Smith and Steve Armitage. How about two that? golden voices made two golden voices made for narrating. Bring the two voices together. There you go. How about it? The one thing with Rod Smith, I always think of the Kelsey's Roadhouse. Oh yeah. Um Rod Smith and I are really good friends. And he's got hands like a porterhouse steak. Like, you go to shake his hand, you feel like a four-year-old child. <laughs> and I've loved him on Sports Center for a very long time, but I, re- I, hear, I see those Kelsey's commercials, and I think, you shouldn't be on Sports Center. You should be doing commercials. Yeah, or reading movie trailers or something, <laughs> right? right? Kelsey's Roadhouse. Tom Cruise. Coming this summer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, Rod Smith. Man, he does a fantastic job of the play-by-play as well, obviously. Ah, Flame Tech Football Friday here. Coming up, Jonathan Woodard of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs now, formerly of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'm just checking some of the viewer comments here coming through on YouTube. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, Are you on Monday? Over to the business guy. That's a hard no. Um, we're not on Monday. It's the family day weekend and we're giving the staff the day off. So we'll be enjoying the mountains and doing our thing. We'll be observing the family day weekend that way. I when I was driving on my way out to Canmore last night or late yesterday afternoon, I saw a bunch of people stopped out on the, what's the lake out there, Kent? You know what? You don't know people out there getting the group, the family photo. It's all that one spot where hockey teams that come through, go out there to Get a team photo or practice outside. Right. We got to stop on the side of the road, Moose. Okay. Get a photo over there. Sure. Uh, the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question is for Ryder fans, who would be the worst West Division rep in the 2022 Grey Cup? Which is, of course, in Saskatchewan's Mosaic Stadium. What do you think, Moose, is the runaway winner? Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah, just because, and I think that's just because. We're, we're drilled in, I say we because I'm a Ryder fan, we're drilled in to say, oh, Winnipeg's our biggest rival. But for me growing up, I always hated Calgary more. 
And now I like them. You know, it's weird. But Calgary was always the biggest rival because you met so much in the playoffs. I really thought there'd be more. How many votes for, for Edmonton? I thought there'd be more. Uh, hey, it's a, like a three-way tie. It's like Winnipeg's the one really tall building in this, and then it's three small buildings around it. I see. Calgary, Edmonton, BC. I thought Edmonton, just because of Chris Jones. I like, know. Like, wouldn't he, But I don't think they're thinking about it. If you stop and think, who would you hate? Like, if Chris Jones brought Edmonton into Regina for the Grey Cup yeah, and I, your team's not in it, that would be the worst. I literally think people n- didn't stop to think about it. They saw Winnipeg on the list and banged it. They never stopped to think about the Chris Jones thing. Right. Or for that matter, Calgary, but it's a small league. There's room to hate everybody. Yeah. In the division. And we, it was fun talking with Sheldon over there about the rivalries in the past. You know, Sheldon was like, he started with the Riders, he came to Calgary, and he knew that our big, uh, big rivalry was BC. But it became Calgary, and man, that was white hot. Jason in Red Deer is watching. He says, the lake out there is Lac des Arcs. I was driving home from Canmore last night in the dark, Moose. I was at that Junior A hockey game. Mm -hmm. And I saw a sign coming up that said, Dead Man Flats. I thought, well, that's optimistic. Do we know how that area got its name? I know. I've always wondered about that. It sounds like some weird part of the sea where you know from pirates of the caribbean where uh the pirates are there and you just go to die right well, it seems real ominous and really scary especially when it's dark outside dead man flats yeah so uh coming up jonathan woodard of the kansas city chiefs formerly of the saskatchewan rough riders um i'll tell you that the text line is open 902-518-3033 pick up the phone and text rp while we have a minute here right now, I think it would be a good time to talk about the featured game of the night or weekend, which is brought to you by our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. There are uh, four games in the National Hockey League tonight, Moose. Nashville's at Carolina. The Florida Panthers are at Minnesota. The Dallas Stars are at Chicago. And the LA Kings are at the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'll be honest with you, it's Kings Golden Knights. Doesn't that have a big... Tinseltown type billboard. It, it does. Kings and Golden Knights. Well, it just seems like the, the Warriors are going together, right? Like, that's the battle for supremacy of the world, right? The Kings against the Knights, like, uh, trying to take over the cow, whatever. I mean, it's cool. I, I, hope, uh, I hope they're both wearing their uh, real shiny helmets. helmets. Wouldn't know? that be something? The Kings with the chrome and the golden of Vegas. I think that would be really cool. Well, actually, the featured game of the weekend, now that I think about it, is the Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers. Saturday night, hockey night in Canada. Mm-hmm. The Oilers trying to keep this run going under Jay Woodcroft. The Jets trying to prove that their season's not a write-off. That's the featured game. So uh, is that the one we're going to do? Jets yeah, I think Oilers. so. i got to look at the odds for betregal.ca uh, and see what they're uh, popping and what the over-under is on that. But I'm just saying that's one game that you're going to want to watch. NLL. Two games tonight. The Vancouver Warriors are at the Calgary Roughnecks, and we're going to be at it. Albany at Buffalo tonight. Saturday, George is at Halifax, and the Toronto Rock are at Albany. And then Sunday, a couple games. Saskatchewan rush at the Colorado Mammoth, and then Calgary's on the road to Panther City. And in the dub tonight, there are several games. There's one here in town at the Seven Chiefs Arena just down the road. The Calgary Hitmen are home to the Winnipeg Ice, or is that at the Saddledome? I'll have to look that up. Hitman Ice here in Calgary tonight. 
Uh, the Pats are at PA. Swift Current Broncos welcoming Medicine Hat. Brandon Wheat Kings are in Lethbridge. Saskatoon Blades are at Red Deer. Mm-hmm. I noticed you brought my Blades bunny hug out here. I really appreciate that. Okay. I just noticed it in the backseat of the car. Good. Might have to bust that out. Uh, Victoria's at Vancouver. Portland at Tri-City and Spokane at Seattle. It's really nice to me to see uh, that the dub's back going and all the junior games are back going. That everybody's going. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen all the, the, the schedule uh, changes and everything to accommodate the end. We've seen how the playoffs, the season will be extended, I think, till the 17th of, or whatever it is of April, and then we're going to move into the playoffs and the Memorial Cup. It, it's great. It seems like we're through the turbulence, doesn't it? It really feels like um, Yes and no. I mean, I'm following my friends. I'll, I'll say this right now. You've noticed very, very little COVID talk on the RP show for, what, over a year? I'm just not getting into it. It's not like my friends aren't deep into it on both sides of the equation. Yeah. I just felt like it seems a little early for the anti-vaxxers to be doing a victory lap, doesn't it? A lot of them are claiming victory in this. The one-yard line. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't think this is over. Uh, Craig goes on. Craig in Calgary says there's an info sign at Dead Man's Flats that basically says they don't know how the name came about. (laughs) How about that? Rather ominous when you think about it. Dead man's flats. We don't know how these bodies got here. Hey, everybody. Tough Tribe for Men has made the road trip, as it always does, to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's in my room. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants. Traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits, we are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. That's toughtribeformen.com, the number four. Order it. I'm telling you, if you order it now, you will. it'll last you for close to a year. He goes through far less than I do. Just a dab, eh? Just a little Of the pomade. Yeah. And you get a flow like that with Tough Tribe for Men. By the way, hour two of the program is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. Brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. You out? Yeah, I've been logged out. You're logged out. Okay. Coming back with Jonathan Woodard after this break. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday live from Gray Eagle on Game Plus, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's hour two of the RP show for Great Western Original 16 Beer, and we are in that place, the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center. It's to the bottom right of your screen about of this sprawling facility here in the gateway to the foothills of the Canadian Rockies. Just beautiful. Hey, our next guest, uh, Clark tells me he's having an issue logging in, but we will get him before this segment is over. And it jogged in my mind about this guy, Jonathan Woodard. I was reading 3downnation.com the other day, and one of the insider comments from an anonymous coaching source in the CFL said, this guy should have never been in the CFL in the first place. And he meant that as a compliment. He's from Brentwood, Tennessee, the home of Ken Austin, Jonathan Woodard. He played for the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL, Atlanta Falcons, three seasons with the Miami Dolphins, a season and a half of the Buffalo Bills, and then one stop 
with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders where he ate up opposing offensive lines lunch. Ten sacks in 14 games, and he's found himself promptly right back in the uh, NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs. Jonathan Woodard will be joining us momentarily once he gets his connection issues figured out. So a couple of things. You can help me kill some time here in Top Dance as we sit in our 700th episode of the RP Show. If you're watching on YouTube right now, because we're preempted on Game Plus TV, you can write in the comment section there or the text line, 902-518-3033. We've been pumping it all day long. Who is your favorite all-time guest? of the RP show. How about that, Moose? 700 episodes. Who's your favorite all-time guest? And if you want to say Jonathan Woodard, that would be great. If you want to say Sheldon Napastuk, as I think about it, for me, it's Don Cherry, a guy that I've been chasing for 30 years to interview, and it took Clark Monroe, our producer, to make it happen. Don Cherry's my favorite all-time uh, guest on the RP show for various reasons, but uh, Kelly Rudy ain't bad, especially after what he dropped yesterday. Who's your favorite all-time guest? Let me know, and I'll read some of those comments here before we uh, shut her down, and we're going to bring the moose back in here, too. We never did get around to that ticket talk, moose, that we had promised, but a sports update. Call it redemption for LeBron Dubray. The Canadian speed skater won silver in the men's 1,000 meters at the Beijing Games today. He was four-tenths of a second behind Thomas Kroll of the Netherlands for gold. Dubray narrowly finished fourth in the 500 meters earlier in the games. Canada won its first and only medal of curling in Beijing this morning. Brad Gushu's rink won bronze with an 8-5 victory over American John Schuster. In the third-place match, Gushu stole two points in the ninth end and ran the Americans out of rocks in the tenth. Canada did not reach the playoffs in the women's team event or mixed doubles. For a moment, it looked like Calgary's Christian Gao was going to challenge for a medal in the men's biathlon mass start race, but the win picked up as he approached his final five targets and a handful of misses saw him tumble down the leaderboard. Gao was as high as fourth late in the event but finished 13th. Johannes Bo of Norway won the gold. Norway is kicking ass at these Olympics. Good for them. The pairs figure skating competition kicked off this morning, and the short program is underway. Montreal's Vanessa James and Eric Radford of Bulmertown, Ontario, are Canada's main medal hopes. They finished fourth in the team event. Kirsten Moore Towers of St. Catharines, Ontario, and Michael Marinero of Sarnia, Ontario, are also competing. That is a lot of syllables. Michael Marinero of Sarnia, Ontario. <sighs> Say that three times fast. Uh, the pairs from Russia are the favorites in that event. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Get yours now at g2gbars.ca. Uh, hey, I see Moose writing in. Nice. He says, my favorite guest was probably Biz. Knuckles has been great, too. Knuckles Urban? Knuckles Nyland? Did we have him on? Oh, the one, the one time. 
I thought you meant Bob Irving. I'm like, we've never had Bob Knuckles Irving on the air. Tacona Pauly says, Theo. Flurry. You know what I'm so done with? What show was it that had that feature? I'm so done with. Was it Jay and Dan or what was it? I'm so done with. Somebody wrote me the other day and said, Rod, love your show, but I'm never watching again because you had Theo Theo Fleury on. I'm like, bye-bye. G-T-F-O. H. I can't. I'm so done with that. He's a very close friend of mine. You don't like what he has to say about truckers and anti-vax. There's the door. Beat it. I'm glad he didn't say it to my face. It might have gotten physical. and I'm, like, I'm, I'm over it. You don't like what we do over here. GTFO. H. Young Hoggy is watching on YouTube and says, could listen to you and Kelly Rudy talk for a whole two-hour show. Thank you, Young Hoggy. I didn't want that interview with Kelly Rudy to end yesterday, and it was funny because at the end, I'm like, we didn't even talk flames. And he laughed, and he's like, ah, we got lots of time for that. Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, he seemed like a guest because he was always lost, but I miss John Lynch. LOL. Well, there in your comment is the answer. (laughs) I love the guy, but it's time. As somebody said, the man's had like four retirements. (laughs) Like, can you settle for my imitations of John Lynch, 1975? I just talked to him the other day. Sends his regards. What did I say, Moose? I said he was the most lucid he's been in a year. I was like, Lynch, you are on point. The problem is, I never know when that's going to be. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, I may be biased, but the best guess when Moose was hosting and interviewed Matt Cockle of the Winnipeg Ice. You had Cockle Doodle Doo on? Where was I? I haven't missed many shows in 700, man. Dan Moriarty. Uh, Jason and Red Deer, my favorite guest is Bo Levi Mitchell when he's on in a couple weeks. LOL. I feel like it'll be a monumental day in Calgary sports history and Saskatchewan sports history when Bo Levi Mitchell makes his first appearance on the RP show. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Mount Rushmore of RP show guests. Don Cherry, Theron Fleury. Kelly Rudy, and John Lynch. That ain't bad, but your Mount Rushmore would have Biz Nasty on it. Warren Moon's got to be up there. I got to say Warren Moon has got to be up there. We're talking about a pro football Hall of Famer now. I like the Mount Rushmore idea, though. Keep him coming. Who's your favorite all-time guest? Max Hardwick says, Don Cherry, love that guy. Yeah, Anthony Calvillo, Gus Ferrats, no, no slouch. 15-year NFLer, Pro Bowl uh, NFL quarterback, Gus Ferrat. I'm just going to check the 902 text line for a second. Chris Jarl in uh, Surrey says, Kelly Rudy was great yesterday. You've had so many great interviews, and I missed Cherry, unfortunately. 
It's an interesting story, that. Because I think we're going to get Don Cherry again, but he's kind of loosey-goosey on the details, right? Kind of hard to pin down, but he's 88. I get it. I'm sure at 88, I'll either not be around or extremely hard to pin down. Peter Marr, when? Yeah, next week, Peter Marr, Calgary Flames Radio, 66 CFR. It's going to be a good week next week. Mark Stephen, the voice of the Stamps. Keep him coming. The Moose will join us next. I think we're moving on from Jonathan Woodard. We'll do it another day. It is our 700th episode. We're live at Gray Eagle, and we'll be right back on YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio, rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is it. One more time from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, our 700th episode. Uh, please return to your seats. Fasten your seatbelts. Flight attendants, please prepare for landing as the moose is back in here. I got to give apologies to producer Clark and Jonathan Woodard. So apparently, Jonathan finally got the good connection, was ready to go. And then we bumped him out and brought you back in. Right. But it's a fast-moving show. It's live broadcasting. And we got to go with what the with what the script says. That's right. So, <clears throat> a couple things. Uh, listen, a couple thousand dollars worth of ticket sales on the Telemiracle Online Fifty Fifty since we mentioned it last hour. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know the Telemiracle folks said that they they see a spike, like a bump, every time we mention it on the show. They see it. Yeah. So Telemiracle.com, Online Fifty Fifty. I'm asking you as soon as this show's over, please go and buy your tickets. March 2nd is the draw deadline. Actually, the draw. And tickets can be bought by people in Saskatchewan over the age of 19. It's an immensely important project, obviously. Fundraiser. They've paid to sponsor it. Listen, there's somebody else that's watching the show right now who's trying to get in his fundraiser. And I get it. But, but tell a miracle's paying to sponsor us to get their message out, sir. We're going to read the sponsor's messages. Telemiracle.com. Buy your tickets. Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. Thank you, Kinsman, for what you do. Thank you, viewers, for purchasing your tickets. So it is uh, our partners that keep us on the air. BetRegal.ca is our exclusive betting partner, and we talked with them earlier this week, and they said, let's talk about the game of the weekend that you can throw some change on or just for fun, tell us uh, over the next 24, 48 hours who you think will win what I've designated the game of the weekend. Certainly from a betting perspective, it's the Edmonton Orders at the Winnipeg Jets. I don't really look at the betting stuff. I just look at the, the game and just think the betting will sort itself out afterwards, right? Right. Oilers, undefeated under Jay Woodcroft. Jets, on a bit of a bump here. I think they've won five of eight, starting to hoping to prove that they are a playoff team. Asking the viewers to text in who they think will win over the next 24, 48 hours. Yeah, Jets, and, and uh, you don't have to be right, but text us who you think is going to win the game, and uh, we'll pull one of the, win- one of the names to uh, win a Bet Regal prize pack. They'll send you something. Yeah, we'll randomly pick a winner, and we've got some nice Bet Regal stuff. You've seen the bunny hugs that I've been wearing. You've seen my hats, which I have here. Oh, they're great. I should be putting, they're really nice Under Armour stuff. Nice yeah. work, Bet Regal, with your gear. Uh, so there's that. 
And while we're at it, I want to talk about these ticket prices. And I bring it up with five full minutes left in the show, which in broadcasting terms, especially television, is an eternity. Five minutes. I saw on Twitter somebody complaining that three tickets to a Regina Pats hockey game came out to $94 and some change. Same three tickets, same spot of the ring, Saskatoon, $62. Same three tickets in Moose Jaw, $57. Here in Calgary, I know that the Hitmen have historically had a little higher ticket prices. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe the arena rents more. Maybe they feel that their hockey fans here are used to paying more, would be my guess. Mm -hmm. But where were we on? Where are we on junior hockey tickets and for that matter, uh, NLL tickets or whatever event you buy tickets to? We're going to the rough next tonight. Vancouver Warriors. Next week, it's the Rush and the Colorado Mammoth. Do you see where the Pats are coming from? Because I guess they're getting raked over the coals. They are, because it is yeah. expensive. But you have Bedard. And look at I know that when Bedard goes through other towns, they sell more tickets. And I have friends and I have my social media followers that message me that they're excited to go see Connor Bedard because he's in our town. So you know he sells more. You know that there's more demand. So I understand the thinking behind it and the logic behind it. I do. But in that community, there's not a lot of urgency yet because he's got one more year. So barring anything crazy, he'll be back next year. So there's still plenty of opportunities. And so fans are sitting there being like, well, I don't really need to go and spend this money right now. We can do something else. We'll still see him. We've got lots of time before he's gone. When you get into next year, you'll start to see people say, we're running out of chances to see him especially when you get into this time next year. So there won't be urgency yet. I understand it's disappointing, but it's tough because it is still just junior hockey and it's a steep price to pay. It's expensive. Especially when you want to take the family and then you want to have hot dogs. You know? I guess. I mean, it's hard because you're such a junior hockey fan. You'd pay anything to go. You'd my, pay pro prices to go. My Pat season tickets are $1,000 each. Right. And I've got two and I don't complain. But that's how much I love it. Right. And, and the other thing, I don't know. It's life's about perspective. And uh, I, when the Black Lives Matter thing was going on, not even so much, that just all the raging in the United States, not over the last two years, but going back for the last four or five years, people are saying, I would never want to be in America. Canadians were saying, oh, America's terrible. I'd never want to be there, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I have no problem when I go. I love, and that was when I was going to Arizona. And people are saying, yeah, well, you stay in a gated community where it's all whites. I'm like, I'm telling you that I don't have an issue when I go to Arizona, okay? And for years and years and years, I had no money. But I've busted my ass to get into a position to be able to pay for these tickets if I want them. Or these season tickets. Or stay in a gated community in Arizona. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. come at me. My position is that I love going to America. Wherever it may be. I don't mind buying tickets. So I guess that just kind of takes me out of the discussion. The de whoops, the debate. I'll buy. We buy tickets everywhere we go. Right. We well, if we have to. Like I said tonight, we're going to the Roughnecks game. Had we gone to the Super Bowl this year, we would have bought tickets. But I'm not paying seven thousand dollars. I'm not sitting here, Richie Rich. I'm just saying, I'll pay thirty dollars for a junior hockey game. Um, I think people just want to complain. And I think if the Pats sit back, and I haven't talked to them, I have nothing to do with the Regina Pats at an administrative level, if they sit back and think, oh, they'll come next year, that's a dangerous way to think. For sure. You have to really understand, and what, will pe what are people willing to pay to go to games, right? And to get the most uh, bang for your buck. You'll learn a lot this year, and I think you know, tickets will come down. You can't base 
you know, your whole strategy based on the highest level of success. We've been in that building when it's sold out. People pay anything when they're in that much demand, right? Yeah. But will they do that year in, year out, year in, year out? They last will. minute, last minute of play in the RP show. Um, while it's my commentary today, you can read it at rodpeterson.com right now. It's the top item. I'm saying get out this weekend and do something. Mm-hmm. Go to a game. In our case, go to a game. Go for a walk. It is family day on Monday in most provinces. Just get out and do something because it's been so good for our mental health. You would go to a, like the game last night was $10 in Canmore, Alberta. That's perfect. I don't think you can really complain about that. So uh, thank you to our guests on our 700th episode, uh, Sheldon Napastek. Tanya Walter, we'll get to Jonathan Woodard next week, our live studio audience. Thanks, Moose. Thanks to our crew. Thanks to everybody that's got us through 700 shows. 700 to go, Moose. Yeah. But it's one show at a time. We'll see you Tuesday at noon Eastern on Game Plus and here on YouTube Live. I'm not this renegade rogue tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. I'm just telling you what's actually going on. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.